welcome to Talk The Line. I'm Jen Long and every week I chat to an artist, musician or celeb about what really gets them excited. We talk for around 45 minutes about the stuff you don't normally get to hear on the traditional press cycle. This is a podcast from The Line of Best Fit, the UK's biggest independent website for new music discovery. Check us out at thelineofbestfit.com and you can follow us on Twitter at TalkTheLine and me at Jen Long. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. This week, I'm talking to Danae Moore. Born in Spanish town Jamaica to musical parents, Danae Moore moved to Stratford in East London at the age of 10. She first caught public and industry attention singing on Subtract's 2014 album, Wonder Where We Land. She signed to Because Music and released her gorgeous debut elsewhere a year later. Returning this summer with her second album, We Used to Bloom, working alongside producer Steph Marziano, it's a clever and stunning album with hints of everything from Solange to Lauren Hill to Bon Iver. Danae describes her music as genre-free and has a long-time supporter in Plan B, who produced her first single. She's also a proud vegan, and that is what we'll be talking to Danae about this week. Is that like a vegan snack that you've brought for, for demonstration yeah, purposes? I have all the vegan snacks with me normally. This is my favourite because it's basically just tastes like peanut butter. Oh, what a Trek bar. Yeah, they're great. Okay. Just... Noted. Can you buy it from that um, health food shop just up the road? Yeah. Perfect. My office for lunch. is always dangerous because like <laughs> it's always on the way back to, to the station. So I'm like, oh, let's just pop in for like... <laughs> one treat and you yeah. just like buy all the treats so what are we talking about we're talking mm. about vegan baking or like being a vegan but specifically baking as a vegan or like what what's your what's your chosen subject um maybe being vegan and i mean we're all down to talk about baking too but um yeah maybe being vegan and just kind of me of cooking more as vegan. Vegan thing. cooking. I think it's interesting though because I recently watched that um, Simon Amstel Carnage film. Oh, it's so good, isn't oh. it? It's amazing. It's so good, but it also makes you feel so shit. I think it's like, I feel like all the other documentaries or um, kind of shows about like veganism are quite serious and really dense. Yeah. I feel like that was like a really nice light kind of it was really funny as well, which I think a lot of those kind of things don't have that kind of sense of humour about it. So I think it's really good because it kind of made people think about it in like a different sense and, you know, not, I don't know, feel heavy afterwards. Mm. Even though I feel like sometimes that heaviness is like good because you're like, you know, you're thinking more about things beyond yourself, you know? Yeah. But I think it's great. I thought it was amazing. Like, it was so well written. Like. Mm. But so right, right after watching that, my girlfriend and I were like, right, that's it. We're going to like be vegan for a month and try from there. And like <laughs> failed after a matter of days. Like it just didn't, we just couldn't keep up. Because she's a baker as well uh, yeah, by, yeah. by trade. Yeah. So it's like, it's just, it's so difficult. Yeah. But like definitely thinking of like, definitely, I've definitely cut down. I went and bought like vegan cheese from, I think, I don't know, like, I think actually just Asda and like I was like okay cool and, you know I can just put this in sandwiches be so good and like I had like a little like sliver and I was like this is <laughs> it's tricky even for, like it is very tricky there's only like a few that are basically 
good. So I had the Vio Life one, which came recommended on Twitter. Wait, I mean, I think Vio Life is like probably better melted as opposed to like, like just on its own. Right, that's where I went wrong. Yeah, it's really good melted and stuff, but okay. That's the one part where I think it's not really, it's not really there yet. Like vegan cheese isn't there yet, I don't think. But then again, I don't really remember what actual cheese tastes like. So right. to me, like via life is great because... So how long have you been vegan then? T- t- take us back to the start. Gosh, um, I'd say like two years, like properly. And then I was kind of, you know, veggie for, um, a f- you know, a few years before that. So, mm. but kind of never, never really considering it properly just kind of you know dwelling in and out of it and yeah so i think what happened to me was that i feel like you can't really do anything if you don't have a real purpose to do it yeah and i think that's one of those things where i kind of after reading a few books and kind of educating myself more about that kind of industry i kind of i just stopped so that's kind of what happened two years ago and i just like stopped and was just like there's no way I can have that anymore. So how long were you vegetarian before? Um, just maybe like, maybe like a few years, I'd say. Yeah. And why, why did you become vegetarian in the first place? I think basically I was really curious. I'm yeah. like a very curious person. And I remember when I was like 17, it's like ages ago, my best <laughs> friend went vegetarian. Yeah. And I didn't really understand, I didn't understand it because I'd never known anyone that, um, kind of um, was vegetarian. So I was like, okay, I'd like try it just to see, just because, just to see what it's like. So I didn't really, it wasn't really like a conscious like decision behind it. But then at the time I just tried it out for like four months. Mm. So I went four months without it. And I was like, oh, okay, just, to, just a, like a challenge just to see if I could. And then ever since then I was like kind of drifting in and out of it at times just going through major phases and I think unless until I'd basically just read up on things like you know it's just like anything like for me like you can't really be passionate about anything if you don't have a reason to be passionate about it you know so I think yeah I don't know I'm just majorly curious and just was just wondering if I could do it at first and then it slowly became more of a um um I know purpose you know purposely driven thing after just being more aware of like the health kind of benefits and all that other stuff do you feel healthier as a, as a vegan yeah i feel a lot lighter i feel like i have a lot more energy i feel like less sluggish and because i used to um yeah i feel like, like slu- less slug- sluggish but i think as well i don't know for me um what did i re- used to really like i used to really like dairy mm. and, and eggs um but I don't miss it anymore. Like, I feel like you think you're gonna miss it and then I just don't miss it anymore after so long. So, yeah, I definitely feel better for it. But I think you can totally, like, I think a lot of people think um, you have to, like, eat, like, grass and, like, bark, basically, <laughs> when you go. So, no. like, what are you gonna eat? Like, genuinely, some people get really stumped and, like, they don't realize that it's not necessarily, like, all, like, leaves and, like, you know, trees and stuff. Oreos. And, yeah, Oreos exactly, right? So, like, um, it's, not, it's not even like, you can totally be just as unhealthy as vegan um, as well. So, it's such a broad, like, it's definitely not 
you're not limited at all. So that's something that I learned after a while. It's like, oh, I can still like indulge. I can still go out for ice mm. cream. I can still have pizza or like, you know? Yeah. Well, I suppose like when I was at school, like I would definitely never have heard the term vegan. No. But, but m- more recently, it's like, feels like a lot more people are kind of either becoming vegan or kind of trying it out or like yeah. discuss it or it doesn't have like the negative connotations that it used to have no. like it was just for like these weirdos that lived in trees and they bark <laughs> but I think I think the difference is, is how people are introduced to it because I think a lot of the times before the way people would know about it is from like these cra- like my dad for instance he would he knew about it from like crazy people that protested and threw like blood at people with yeah fur coats yeah. and stuff I feel like now people, because of the internet and the growth of the online vegan community, people are seeing it from a point of view of like, of example. So these people that are like vegan, living these lifestyle, eating all the foods that you think you'd miss, but kind of just veganized mm. and just show it, just live in an example of how easy it is to do. So I think, especially they're not being told or being shouted at, oh, do this now. It's kind of more decision that's left in their hands in a very like friendly way and obviously with google people just like you can search any you know yeah. i feel like more and more people just search vegan as opposed to being have been told about it by you know protesters like i don't know in the 90s or, or early 2000s i suppose now like the concern about being vegan like for me anyway is Firstly, is it like really expensive buying lots of like fancy substitutes? Because when I go, because like a pint of milk is like fifty p, yeah, you know, and then like a like liter thing of like oat milk or soy or whatever is between one fifty and two pounds. So it's like the substitute's more expensive. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But I think there's like a the way I think about it, like you know, the fresh produce like vegetables. Like if you if you're eating mainly plant based. So just like things that just grow naturally in the ground, like it's not expensive. And if you just have a few of those, like kind of like more indulgent kind of things like vegan cheese or whatever, then it kind of balances out, especially when you think about how expensive like meat can be, especially really good meat and stuff like that. And it kind of does balance out in the end. Mm. So it's totally sustainable and like not, as expensive as you think, especially now because it's more so much more accessible in supermarkets like Tesco and Sainsbury's are all having to make kind of, you know, an entire vegan range, mm. which I think is, is amazing just because of the demand of it now. Yeah, because I was once vegan for a month. <laughs> it's a great story. Uh, my friend and I, we... <laughs> uh, little name drop, we were backstage at a festival with Johnny Marr, mm-hmm. who's a vegan. Uh, yeah, and he was telling us all about the vegan lifestyle and we were a little bit starstruck. And we were like, <laughs> well, we're going to do it. We're going to be vegan for a month. And he was like, God, do it. Be vegan forever. And so we, yeah, we, we decided, we set this pact for the month of October that we were going to be completely vegan. And we were, we were going to a Halloween party at the end. So like whoever broke their veganism would have to buy all the drinks, which was like a good, a good purpose. <laughs> That's a good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and like, I found it, at that time, so that must have been like 2008, something like that. And then I found it like quite easy to maintain a sort of vegan diet when I was in London, but I was living in Cardiff, and when I went back to Cardiff, I was like, yeah, this is tough. I think I just used to eat like blocks of tofu. <laughs> but I think, I think the more you, 
like the more you engulfed in the lifestyle the more you understand how to like order vegan at like a restaurant like i used to get really used to be something that really used to stump me especially in tour mm. and stuff like that before um but now like i kind of you kind of know just how to get around it and what right. to ask to like substitute most of the times restaurants are, like really friendly if, like something has cheese in it or like take it out or put That's something cool. else in because i went to visit my nan during that month and she lives in west wales and we went out for lunch yeah. and literally i had chips and salad <laughs> the chips and salad life yeah yeah <laughs> we've been there um and there's the other thing the other concern i guess is is um you hear a lot about calcium deficiencies because um obviously a main source of calcium is in milk yeah and in dairy i was listening to radio 2 the other day because that's how old i am now <laughs> and there was someone from the osteopathic society on like yeah. talking about how like younger people aren't getting enough calcium in their diet because a lot of people cut out like uh gluten and you yeah. get a lot of calcium from um white flour yeah like a lot of white flour is fortified with um calcium so if you're cutting out dairy and you're cutting out gluten then it's like quite difficult to get the right amount of calcium in your diet but i think you just have to be more i think the idea is that if you eat like a variety of like if you kind of um you know vegetables or those um veg- veggies that are especially high in like you know those vitamins then you'd be fine and i think that's it you just have to be more careful like mm. about having like a broad range of it or even supplementing it or yeah. something like that if you're not as into like vegetables take calcium supplements or no no i don't i just kind of make like cuz calcium there's like a bit of calcium in you know in a lot of different vegetables like it's you know there's a lot of it in like leafy greens and stuff so i just mm. make sure i have like those kinds of things and every now and then like cuz obviously sometimes you just forget i do have one at home like a supplement but every now and then i like take it especially if, if i'm traveling for sure like mm. i definitely make sure because you kind of know you're not in the environment where you have the choice to be able to eat exactly what you want when you're on holiday or and you know that you get in all those things that you need so when when I'm on holiday like when I went to Cuba last year I definitely made sure I had like a supplement every day but I think it's just more like educating yourself on like what different vegetables or is kind of or is good for those things mm. and like I think you'd be really surprised that just how um you know nutrient dense um those things are so I think it's more about that I think you just have to be more conscious of it in a sense yeah yeah so what are your kind of like top meals then talking oh about god. cooking like how if you were going to go home tonight and make like a celebratory album coming out <laughs> dinner like what would be your like dream dream vegan meal dream vegan meal i kind of um I'm trying to think right now what i'm really into so I go through phases basically I go through phases like at the moment um like I'm like make my own like kind of granola and like cereal and stuff cuz it's like summer and I kind of just eat granola and so what do you eat it with like so I think like granola and yogurt yeah you get there's like um coconut milk yogurt stuff like that oh, I just okay um so I'm in that mode at the moment for like breakfast and I just find it if I if I'm at home enough like if I'm at home long enough I, I like to make most things that I can because I find it quite fun and obviously you just have more control over what 
you can you cannot put in it or not and then funnily enough my friend's coming over tomorrow and for some reason I'm in a strong pasta phase so I love pasta at the moment it's because I just came back from Italy so now all I want to make is like pasta especially because Italians are so serious about it and they're like yeah but pasta is quite easy to make vegan yeah no yeah so it's just like tomato sauce yeah like an onion yeah Um, but I kind of dwell in, kind of in and out of, of things. I don't know, I'm quite an intuitive cook, so I like to have no plan most of the times if, I'm, if I've got enough time at home and just see what's in my fridge and then let the journey kind of take me wherever it takes me mm. and just make something on, on, on the spot. Yeah. What about baking then? Like, do you you make many cakes and, yes. and desserts okay so like i crushed like this like i crushed like this recipe that i came up with like these chocolate um chocolate chip vegan cookies the other day so like it's like a bit of a story like so basically i i was in one of those modes where like i was just really excited and just making all kinds of random shit and i really wanted to make like nut butter really wanted to make almond butter okay um, so, like, cause not like, so it's like butter that you put on toast. Yeah, almond butter. You know, or like, like, is it like peanut, like butter? peanut butter? Oh, yeah. okay, got, gotcha, got. So oh, obviously. So what happened was that like I roasted like almonds, but um, I went away and started watching a show, and they got way too roasted, but they weren't burnt. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. Like, what am I gonna do? I have all these almonds. Like, they, they won't blend to make like a butter. So I was like, okay, like I don't want to throw it away. So I like blended it and it made like a flour. So then I used that like roasted almond flour to like make these cookies. And honestly, it was so, it worked out so well. I can't like, believe I you brought any. <laughs> I can't believe that we're doing this podcast about vegan baking and you're telling me about all these delicious sweets you made and there's no examples. Okay, okay. Cookie... <laughs> yeah cookie party and vegan snack party for sure I'll make these cookies again so what, what do you use as like a substitute for I don't know like margarine and egg you don't use eggs use coconut cookies, oil. Do you? no I use coconut oil or like you can buy like vegan butter and stuff but I prefer mm-hmm. to use coconut oil so coconut oil is the like white stuff that comes in the big tubs yeah 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 okay so you can I just thought you could use that to like fry stuff I didn't know you could use you that can as use like it, a, it, it like it's um it's like a solid at a certain temperature mm. so you can use it as like as a replacement as as butter and i use like um i use like coconut sugar at home as well but um yeah for like eggs and stuff you can make like um these like flax eggs that's what they're called and they just like help to bind things together but it was just so crazy because um, I'm kind of, I've slowly gotten more and more into baking over the last few years, just from, you know, all the like, I really love competitive cooking shows. <laughs> so what, the Bake Off? Yes, I love it. I really, really love it. Like, Has there ever been like a vegan contestant? No, but I really want there to be one on it. Yeah. And like, I really want there to be one on I have actually, like, I haven't watched the new series since it moved, moved from BBC. I, I felt like yeah, it was sacrilegious. I know. Have you been watching it? Is it on Channel 4 now? No, I, I think so. I haven't ever watched like the recent series and stuff, yeah. but 
I love like competitive, like I love like MasterChef. Is there ever been like a vegan or MasterChef? There's been like a vegetarian and I always like root for them. And yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know when people watch X Factor and they have like faves? So that's yeah. like my equivalent of... Like okay. the underdog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've kind of gotten more and more into kind of cooking as well, just because I think it's basically like a new world, like of of how to cook in a sense. So I feel like you have you you have to cook more mm. because you're like once you start, you're like okay, you know, I'm gonna have to completely, you know, change how I th- not change how I think about things, but you introduce yourself to more like different kinds of foods and. I feel like I like so many more vegetables than I did before and like fruits and stuff so I'm just really into cooking like with the making the whole record actually I basically um, after I finished writing the album and was basically waiting to make it last year um, I had maybe like two months before the record was meant to be out and I was like okay I have way too much time on my hands like, what should I do? So I was like, how about I try and, like, blag myself into, like, working in, like, a cafe or, like, rest something? How, how do I blag myself into the service industry? <laughs> I've got a feeling in London it might not be that difficult. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, so I started, like, I did, like, two months working at this, like, um, vegan cafe and it was so much fun. So it was where like was the best it? challenge. Brick Lane. Brick Lane. Oh, wow. So quite near where we are right now. Yeah, it was perfect. And so there's a vegan cafe on Brick Lane. Yeah, they do these like insane um, Give it, an, give it a name check. What's, what's it called? Canvas. Canvas. Okay. And it was so much fun. Like, it was the most stressful thing I've ever done at the same time. <laughs> because like cooking to order. and But it was also really inventive because it basically allowed me to make whatever I wanted for like the lunch specials and, and stuff like that so it was really it was a really good challenge and so how did you get in there did you did you know them through through being a vegan and like going in and saying hi or to see it see i'd heard i'd heard of it before like i actually went maybe i went maybe a month before um because my friend told me i should go and try one of their milkshakes yes yeah, so what are these milkshakes they're like these insane they basically call them freak shakes because they're like really massive and they have all these insane toppings on them like brownies and like vegan meringue and like whipped cream oh my god and it's li- it's so decadent <laughs> yeah and like in- intense and, and that's not a healthy lunch no 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 but um yeah so i did that for yes. a few few months and so you what you, you knew about the freak shakes and then you popped in sorry i asked like they seven like, questions at once and i got overexcited yeah i went there for the first time a month before and then they had like a thing there was it a month before a few weeks before and they were saying that they needed like whatever they're looking for people working part-time whatever so i was like okay so i just like basically applied to work there and they didn't quit because i was enjoying it so much so basically during the making the record i was like doing both things at the same time (laughs) which is really fun because i just didn't want to quit basically so what you would like pop into strong rooms record some vocals Leave Steph to mix it. Yeah. Run down to Brick Lane. <laughs> put your apron on. Yeah, basically. Ma- make make a freak shake. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it's doing. But it's so much fun. Like, because I just I don't know. Kind of, if I wasn't into, if I wasn't kind of so into music, I'd definitely be doing more stuff in food. Mm. It would be something that I would have like taken like a real proper path down. Yeah, and it could be cookery, baking. Yeah, who knows in the future? <laughs> yeah, why not? Who knows? Why not? Um, so what you were like coming up with lunch 
lunch specials that yeah. they let you be creative. Yeah. So what I do, I basically because I'm I'm based I'm really into being intuitive. Like I don't like working from a, like recipes, and so they'd get or they all get really annoyed because there was a time when, um, like they'd give you like certain things to do. So they at the top of the like the cafe and the counter they have all these like baked goods and they have to have some things have to be like like vegan cakes or like um, stuff like that so I think they so you have to do stuff upstairs as well I remember once I made like this like vegan Snickers bar and then they got they get really annoyed because they're like I never use a rest I never work from a recipe so it's all really intuitive so they're like everyone really liked it like can you make it again like, uh, it was just <laughs> an in the moment thing. I wasn't really like, like this is thinking, great. What's like, the recipe? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's like mm, I feel like it's so much more fun actually when, when, when you do that and you. I mean, if it works out, basically, I do write. I do write it down at the end, like whilst I can still yeah. vaguely remember like the measurements and stuff, because I tend to like. Um, yeah i tend to measure it kind of slowly and then if it works out then it works out um so you're more into the the sweet side i'd say i'm actually more into savory okay. but i kind of in the last definitely from working there in the last year i've gotten more into kind of baking because it's such a different world like it's so much more precise and mm. like intense actually so but yeah i'm really happy i had that experience <laughs> it's something i never th- would have thought i'd actually and actually do um, what, um, what about the like the the kind of lunch options so they, they have are they like quite like salady quite vegetable or kind of more carby so you'd have to you'd basically have to make because they'd have like a lunch kind of deal so you'd have to have like a warm dish like for instance like i don't know you'd have to have like some kind of soup and then there'd have to be like a few different salads but then also like one like hot lunch thing mm. so um i'm trying to remember what i've made whilst it's there <laughs> but yeah so i just want like tips so that i can start cooking stuff for my tea <laughs> but what are you into what like uh, what i really like is uh, and i always completely fail because i like eat it in in like three sittings but i was trying to make something uh, on a Sunday evening that I can have for lunch yeah. throughout the week, which sounds so boring. No, like that's... like, yeah, like usually like a big like warm salad with like quinoa and squash and like broccoli and yeah. leaves and like pulses and stuff. Or like I really, my girlfriend makes an amazing chili. Ah. She uses beer as the stock. Oh wow, which is that really sounds great. sick. So yeah, I'm, I'm like planning to make one of those this Sunday. Oh no, I'm not here this Sunday, but yeah, for next week. <laughs> Monday, go crazy. Yeah, I I think you just be like, just be more inventive. I feel like there's no rules, and I feel like what intimidates people by it is that they think, because if you think about it, the way chefs or um, people that write kind of cookbooks, like you know chefs that write cookbooks, that's how they got to those recipes. They just go in and they try try an idea that they had in their head, and try and figure out how to get to that idea and they do it several times until they get to the taste that they, they had in their mind of how it would be. So there was never any real 
plan if you see what I'm trying to say mm. so I think it's really strange that people get really stumped when they go in and they're like I don't know what I'm doing or is this right or let's just throw this in and then this and that and that's kind of what that's the root of it anyways yeah so that's kind of what I started to that's how I feel feel about it I think it should just be fun so yeah. just go in and just have fun that's my, my cooking's never measured yeah like yeah I'm just like chuck it all in yeah I'm like whatever it'll be all right <laughs> And then Sophie's there like, no, you need to, you need to measure it out. I'm like, are they fine? It's like, this is not how you bake. Oh my God. <laughs> like a nightmare. I've heard great things about um, her cakes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, oh, cause she, you, your friends work at a company that she used to make cakes for. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard about it. Yeah. They're very you know, good. They're pretty legit. Well, she's up in, she's up baking it in Glasgow at the moment, at a bakery called bake, Bakery 47 there which is on the south side. So I've been up and back down to Glasgow a few times and there's so many vegan cafes in Glasgow. Yeah, Glasgow is like re- meant to be really, really good. Really good. Like there's this great one called Stereo, which mm. is like, yeah, like all of it's vegan. And I didn't realise it was completely vegan. And they were like, what sort of milk do you want with your coffee? I was like, I just like normal, I was like whatever. And they just looked at me really weird and then I just got soya <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I love that the stuff on, and, and I think, um, I think stereo does like did I say stereo or say mono? Stereo. I said stereo. There's one called mono that's really good, and then there's stereo. I think that's quite vegan that's too. Great. I can't remember now, but yeah, it's so cool. Ah, I've only been to Glasgow once, so now I have like a real reason to. I thought you would have played there all the time. Yeah, I've played there. I've played there. I'm thinking once or twice, mm. and I've just never really had the chance to to hang around much afterwards. So- when you're on tour, like, do you have, like, a very vegan rider? Well, I, I'm all about um, hummus being yes. on it, basically. That's just, like, the hummus and pita bread. Like, that's just what you kind of... That's the snack kind of game for me. I'm, like, just... Um, or a carrot cashews. baton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, cashews. Why cashews? Because I prefer, like, I had this this conversation with my band the other day because I think probably because we had such a long journey from France and we're all just like a bit delirious. Um, But we started having a borderline argument about which is the better, like, nut to like snack on. And I just feel like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, this is what a 26 hour day will like do to you. Yeah. Um, so what's what's the new talk the line on uh, nuts? Which, which, which is the better nut? Yeah, I'm like peanuts are just not it for me. They're just not it. But they're so easy as a snack because they just they just go just they just chuck them in, don't you? Cashews are so much nicer. Yeah, like, I really like almonds or like pistachios. I like an almond. Yeah, but cashews not so much. Peanut like. I mean, peanuts, sorry. Peanut butter is, like, great. And peanut butter is vegan, right? It's just, like, peanuts. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just peanuts, right? And some oil. Yeah. um, I mean, peanut butter is pretty good. It's so good. But, like, peanuts on their own for me. It's, like, I always make sure, like, like, definitely not summer rider. Everyone always tells me, I always get this, everyone tells me how they're really impressed at how simple my rider is. So I'm like, what more, what more else? Like, what more do I need to put on it? Like, what's I feel like your, I need to be more inventive. Now? I've got like, um, off the top of my head, for like tea, wine, coconut water, beer, 
um, like soft drinks, pita bread, uh, tortilla chips, hummus, nuts, fruit, kind of like your normal kind of things. But I feel like I'm not being invent- inventive enough. You know when yeah. people have like something really crazy? Yeah, I think it's, I think it was, I think it's Beach House request a DVD of like a local film or like a film by like a local director or like That's you know quite cool. by local I mean like British yeah French German yeah you know? that's quite cool though yeah I feel like I need to step it up like I just think it'd be quite postcards, funny to see postcards with stamps on ah that's a good one because then you can write your postcard and you don't have to fanny about that's a good one I might I might pick, pick socks because you always run out yeah. socks yeah yeah, these just are some really staples, good. just some yeah. inventive rider staples. God, what? Yeah. I'll have to step it up. Vegan brownies. Step my game up again. Yeah. <laughs> could ask for like a vegan cookbook from the area. That would be quite cool. I mean, that would be a nightmare though for flying. <laughs> yeah. You're like, why have you got so much gear? Sorry, this suitcase is actually cookbooks that I've accrued. <laughs> I'm going to have to step it up. I'm going to step my rider game up for sure. Uh, just going back to the cookery side, have you got any kind of tips or techniques for things that people can use as a substitute that they might not have thought of? I mean, like using coconut oil as like butter in baking is something that would never have dawned, dawned on me. I, just, I know it's probably like a, a quick Google away, but still any, any little tips from someone who's been trying out a bunch of different stuff? I'd say um, for people that like miss like like for me, like I thought I was gonna miss like eggs and stuff. So instead of replacing, I replace eggs with like, like scrambled eggs and stuff. Like you can make like a tofu scramble, mm. and because it's like a similar texture to scrambled eggs, and you just have like you use like um, different spices and stuff to, to get it to be like the same color, and it's so delicious. Like I made it for my family before, and they're like think it's great so I think it's more about that just like thinking about the things that you think you're going to crave the most and how you can best substitute it so that's something that helped me like so with the, so you would buy like a block of tofu from yeah. the supermarket and then what you just sort of slice it up or something you like crumble it you really? crumble it in your hat yeah you crumble it so it's like kind of like the same kind of size I guess as like scrambled eggs would be and then there's this thing called like nutritional yeast, which is like just vegan crack, basically. It yeah. goes in everything, like genuinely. It's like a recurring joke about- <laughs> Nutritional how, yeast. Yeah, it gives it gives the, if you add it in with like, in like your scram, uh, tofu scramble, it gives it like an eggy taste. Okay. So that's what, oh. like in like vegan cheeses and stuff, or like, um, yeah, anything with like, of like an egg kind of substitute. People use like nutritional yeast for like a nutty, like kind of. You don't worry that taste. you might like end up with an infection if you have too much. No, no it's like a different. <laughs> it's it's a different kind of yeast. I don't really know what it's made out of, to be honest. But I go right. through, lo- I go through lots of it because I put it on absolutely every everything. Um, or you just sprinkle it on some toast and. I put it, I put it on like past like in pasta and stuff because it has like this nut like. You can basically, you can use it and put it in tofu scramble and it would give it like an eggy kind of taste. And you can put it in like cream based sauces and like pasta and it would give it like more of like a cheesy kind of, kind of taste. 
So that is like, that for me is like a really big staple, like nutritional yeast. It's not that expensive and you can just buy it like so you healthy use it stores. to make like a roux sauce? Yeah, yeah, basically. So like water and yeast and... Yeah, it's not what like... What else would you put in? Coconut It's almost oil? like a flake, like, I can't really describe what the texture is. It's almost like a flaky kind of texture, but it dissolves. Mm. Like, so you wouldn't really, you don't really taste like... You don't really feel the texture of it because it just dissolves in whatever you put it in. Yeah. But that's pretty essential for me, like, because I use it almost every day. Like, wow. each, like. And do you just get it from the supermarket? Yeah, I hate you can get it, like, Asda and stuff now. Oh, but cool. you can get, yeah, you can get supermarkets or kind of, like, health food stores. Yeah. Just online. Amazon. <laughs> do you just order a vat? You can buy order loads at once. Yeah, you can. <laughs> At the right, I go through it. Yeah. yeah. It's like pretty essential. What's that? What's that in the corner of the dressing room? That's just uh, Danae's yeasty vat. <laughs> um, so I'd say, yeah, Nuch is like, nutritional yeast is the... Yeah. You have a marinate to your tofu. Yeah. In what, what do you, like soy sauce? Yeah, it's yeah. like um, so, soy sauce and like quiet tamari, which is like an alternative to soy, soy sauce, that's like, um, really good. I, I quite like Japanese food in general, like, mm. um, and kind of more, um, kind of more Asian kind of cuisine as well. So I definitely like play around with those kinds of flavors at home. Yeah. Asian food's quite, quite vegan friendly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like people always think that it's like, like sushi. So yeah. everyone just thinks that it's like raw, raw fish, but it's not, is it? There's no, like, like Thai food and like um, Japanese food and all that's pretty friendly. Like I went to Japan for three weeks and it was great. It was so many, so much good like food, food there. Is it kind of the opposite of touring the States? Yeah, I mean, I, I went there just on, on holiday. I went to a few interesting gigs there. Like I went to like, a, um, I went to like a grime night there in Japan. Oh, in Japan? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought we were talking about the, the, the States. But yeah, oh, in Japan you went to a grime night. Well, yeah. like Japanese grime. There's like a few like kind of grime influenced like Japanese eyes there, which I thought was really interesting. Like, um, yeah, like the audiences there are so, so much more intense, I think, and like mm. really appreciative, especially because I think music from the UK or like the US culturally is so different from Japan. I feel like most things culturally is very different from Japan. So I think just, there's a lot of like heavy intrigue by it, if you know what I mean. So like his like Skepta played, which was quite cool. And then like, a few like Japanese like rappers played as well. It's, it's quite interesting. Is it just me? Am I, I made this up or are a lot of grime performers vegan? Or is that yeah. literally just Jeremy? No, like Jamie, well, yeah, yeah, quite, quite a lot of them are, which I think is quite cool. Yeah. And I'm finding like more like rappers as well, kind of, which is really interesting, what like US rappers. Is? I don't know. I don't know, but I think it's really cool. I think Jamie's definitely like responsible for a lot of kind of younger kids, like, you know, like teenagers being vegan or like, mm. like, cause he's so funny as well, you know? I did actually have a cook daily last night for my oh, tea. Oh, amazing. Pre-gig pre, pre at Village Underground. It's, is it? Yeah. It's great, isn't it? It's so perfect. Good. Like, it's the perfect, like, 
food. Which probably explain for people listening who don't spend uh, too much Daily time in Shoreditch. Is, Cook Daily is basically like um, this great vegan restaurant in Shoreditch that kind of make these like rice bowls and it's kind of um, heavily endorsed by kind of grime artists and and it's they're very like, London. They're like curries. It's like they're all yeah, like yeah. it's kind of Thai, isn't it? Kind of like Thai yeah, Thai yeah. curries, and they're all but they all have like different substitutes, like tofu or like fake chicken yeah. and veggies. But it's like it's just all so delicious. Yeah, so good. Like me and Steph like had so much cooked daily <laughs> during the record. It was like getting really bad to a point where we had to stop. We had to stop and just be like, okay, I can't. It's have like eight pound fifty a day. Yeah, gone. It was like a good, like, because they have like, um, they do like pad thai and stuff. Yeah. And we just rent, like, we just rinsed it. Like, I think both of us are very impressionable. And like, I'm definitely that person. If I like a restaurant, I'm just, I kind of intensely overdo it for like weeks and then I can't have it for a while. Well, what about like popular restaurants such as, say, Nando's types, you know, like places that people, the places that have like franchises around the country that people go to? Are there any kind of like secret tips for ordering on the menus? Yeah. Yeah. Like Nando's I always get the veggie wrap with like no um, mayo, but I put like avocado in it instead. Ooh. So good. Like it's the, it's the best. It's so, so, so good. Like Nando's has really good op- options. You just kind of substitute like the kind of mayo-y stuff for like something else. Where else? Like a Wagamama? Wagamamas are sick. They do like this really good. Um, <laughs> this is making me look like I just like go out and eat all the time and um, at all the chains. <laughs> Wagamamas is great. They do like this like coconut curry kind of soup with like tofu and like rice noodles. That's like amazing. amazing. Really, really good. There's loads of like loads of restaurants really stepped up their vegan game. Like. Pizza Express is a really good vegan pizza. That's like really yeah, huh? And like ZZ as well. They do like vegan pizza where they make they home make their own like uh, vegan mozzarella and stuff, and wow. it's amazing. It's, it's actually, actually amazing. Good. Okay. Yeah, it's really really good. I'd say ZZ like is probably the like the best chain for like vegan like chain restaurant for like vegan pizza at least. Really really good. Wow. And what about like like the the Oreo tip that Oreos are actually vegan? Yeah. Like what other sort of like s- snack snack treats can you can you get from supermarkets that you might not know that you can eat? Ah, uh, um, like people always have that thing that like cheese and onion crisps aren't actually vegetarian or something like that. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I feel like it's like a, a Walkers thing from back in the day. They might have changed it now. Well, I know that um, like hobnobs and stuff like that are vegan. Yes, <laughs> love a hobnob. <laughs> hobnobs are vegan, and um, I think bourbon. Most bourbon biscuits are vegan. Really? Yeah. And what else? Um, something else that's like really. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think what the snacks that people wouldn't think. Something like Ritz biscuits or something like that are vegan. Um, but yeah, there's so many like there's so many things that you just genuinely wouldn't think. Even some like really weird like bacon flavored, like bacon flavored things. Like most of them are actually 
like frazzles don't actually have yeah don't actually have like i'm not sure about frazzles but there's like something or like tesco's own version of frazzles yeah like they don't like most bacon flavored things like even like bacon bits like you just buy bacon bits aren't is an actual bacon so which is like really crazy like just how much you can replicate the flavor of like almost anything so you can literally just sprinkle some bacon bits into a sarnie yeah like literally most most bacon flavored things don't have any meat in it scrambled tofu with some nutritional yeast yeah bacon bits on top stick it in a bath yeah breakfast yeah perfect amazing <laughs> <laughs> i think that'll do yeah i think we've yeah. rinsed it all the vegan talk oh, i'm really hungry now <laughs> starving thanks to danae oh, i'm still not happy about the lack of example snacks You've been listening to Talk The Line. I'm Jen Long, original music by Seams. Subscribe for more. There's a new one every Friday. Follow us on Twitter at Talk The Line. And if you like us, please leave us a review. See you next week.